Welcome to the Chat and Chew More Plants podcast. I'm your host, Kathy. Today, we're going to review some of the research information about type 2 diabetes. During a recent Zoom with Dr. Kaliova, she's the Director of Research for the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. She explained how a plant-based diet can tackle type 2 diabetes. After a presentation, one of our Zoom participants asked this question. Oh, my diabetes makes me so hungry, and oatmeal doesn't cut it for breakfast. What is a very full and satisfying meal for breakfast that is diabetes-friendly? Dr. Kaliova gave great advice. Let's listen. That's a wonderful question. Uh, first of all, congratulations on eating breakfast. Uh, we we were talking about the diet composition and about a plant-based diet only, but another topic that's equally important for people with type 2 diabetes is meal timing and frequency. And you want to start your, your day with a big breakfast. So you it sounds like you eat your oatmeal and you're still hungry. I have some good news for you. You can have another course. You can have your tofu scrambled or your bean burrito or lentil soup or whatever you like. You can have a really big breakfast. Uh, If you're on insulin, you will need to count your carbohydrates and uh, dose your insulin, you know, accordingly. Uh, If you're on oral medications only, uh, then no consideration, just eat as much as as you need to be full. And it can be a several course meal if, if you like that. <laughs> uh, how many of you have heard anyone recommending several courses for, for people with diabetes? But hey, this applies for breakfast only, <laughs> okay? <laughs> so uh, get a big breakfast. Uh, if you can do a walk after each meal, extra points, Uh, One study that incorporated 15-minute walks after breakfast, lunch, and dinner, they were able to cut their glycemic control or their mean glucose throughout the day by half by just taking 15-minute walks after each meal. So have a big breakfast, ideally go for a walk, uh, have a moderate lunch, and guess what? Now's the kicker. The kicker is coming now. (laughs) Keep your dinner the lightest meal of the day. And if you want to get extra benefits, skip dinner completely. You can do it only once a week. You can do it, you know, whatever you'd like, uh, time to time. But if you learn to do it every single day, wow, you won't believe how much energy you will have and how much your diabetes will improve. Uh, and it's actually fairly simple. Uh, you know, you know the proverb, eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, a dinner like a pauper. And guess what? We did some research that confirmed this, uh, this ancient proverb. So this is my recommendation to you. Eat a big breakfast, uh, eat a moderate lunch and keep your dinner super light and extra points. If you can skip dinner completely, you will be... Looking forward to your to your breakfast the next day, and it'll it'll be big, um, but that will actually improve your your glycemic control as well.
Now that's a great prescription for a diabetic, according to the research. One thing we heard Dr. Kaliova suggest is bonus points for exercising after a meal. You know, Dr. Gregers investigated research on the timing of exercise and meals. In one of his Nutrition Facts videos, Gregor explains when it is best to exercise if you want to burn fat for weight loss. He says that exercising before a meal is best. Then Gregor summarizes research for those working to bring down their blood sugar levels. He reports that diabetics should do the opposite. Diabetics should exercise after meals. A cited research study of diabetics split out one group to take a 20-minute leisurely stroll, about two miles per hour, before dinner. The other group ate the same meal, but this time they took the same walk after the dinner meal. Then, after-meal walkers blunted their blood sugar spike by 30%. Gregor said those kinds of results work as well as some blood sugar-lowering drugs. The after-meal exercise does work for diabetics. But exactly when after a meal should you walk? Well, let me read you what Dr. Gregor recommends. Blood sugar from a meal starts appearing in the bloodstream 15 to 20 minutes after the first bite and is ramping up by 30 minutes to peak at around the one-hour mark before declining to pre-meal levels within a few hours. So, for optimal blood sugar control, pre-diabetics and diabetics should start exercising 30 minutes after the start of a meal and ideally go for an hour to completely straddle the blood sugar peak. If you had to choose a single meal, says Gregor, to exercise after, it would be dinner. He says that due to the circadian rhythm of blood sugar control, that wanes throughout the day. Ideally, then breakfast would be the largest meal of the day, and you'd exercise after that, or exercise after every meal, says Gregor. So Dr. Kaliova's recommendation to exercise after meals does make sense. Find the link to her complete Zoom video with her presentation on tackling type 2 diabetes diabetes with diet. Her PowerPoint graphics help tell the research story on what happens when you make the meals whole food plant-based, especially if you have type 2 diabetes or pre-diabetes. The show notes also has the link to Dr. Greger's video. To subscribe to our podcast, download the podcast app on iTunes if you're on an iPhone or the Google podcast app on Google Play if you use an Android phone. Then search for Chat and Chew More Plants podcast to follow. If you need help on how to subscribe, check out the podcast user guides in the show notes below. Thank you for listening and don't forget, eat more plants.